everybody welcome to mining stock daily this is trevor hall once again reporting from the denver gold forum here in denver colorado sitting with me now is one of the spawn uh, the president of Minera alamos Minera alamos is a sponsor of mining stock daily and the president here is mr doug ramshaw man i admire and respect for the last few years and uh really grateful that he's always given me the time of day for giving me good and bad advice or if maybe i asked good or bad questions uh doug thanks for joining us and uh how has the last week and a half with beaver creek and denver gold treated you and Monero alamos thus far well it's good to see you trevor i'm barely senior at these two shows because you know in terms of how they've been Exhausting, but the good kind of exhausting. Um, you know, tremendous meetings up in Beaver Creek, and, and we've just followed that through with uh, a great audience receptive to the story here in Denver. It's uh, it's uh, it's great to be around a show when there's such a, a, a vibe and buzz going, obviously, with the, the current move in precious metals and, you know, uh, telling a compelling story that, you know, that seems to be resonating with people. Yeah. The last time you and I had a chance to talk was, actually, it was actually a while ago uh there's a lot to update listeners on the story of both santana and uh, la fortuna but santana is definitely we, we've got permits in hand you're ready to go and you were just expressing to me there's a little bit more optimism in the project uh it may not be just that small little starter cash flowing opportunity that investors are seeing yeah we think it's going to be a lot bigger now um yeah since last we spoke uh, we were talking about getting permits and everything else, and uh, we have those all now, and I'm a big believer in, you know, if you're going to say you're going to do X, Y, Z, make sure that next time you're talking to someone, you've done that. So I'm really, really happy with the team's uh, uh, progress down there on the permitting side. That means all our timelines are intact for when we start construction um, a little later this year and would be um, going into the production mode uh, summer of next year, uh, which makes us one of a very small group of companies. Uh, that will be new gold producers next year. So uh, great. As for Santana, uh, the upside of it, um, really in the last few months, we've, we've, we've seen it as something which can grow significantly through a number of new discoveries. Uh, we've, we're in the process right now of drilling, um, both at the known pit that we'll start the operations at, but we're going to start putting a few holes into a number of these other similar breccia pipes. And it's, there's a very good chance that if, uh, if we're lucky on that, and that's why I would, I would really focus on those expiration results when we release them, uh, if we're lucky with uh, some of those hits Santana in its own right could be 80 hundred thousand ounce uh, producer so a lot more than just that little cash flow um, generating business that would allow us to take debt on for our second mine that's actually a really good point because a number of conversations I had especially up in Beaver Creek was really how to transition from a company to a business and doing a business means you need cash flow right and so a lot of these smaller companies that have, you know, an oxidized heap leach operation that can start generate, generating product and getting money into the company really helps advance, you know, it helps advance those companies into an actual business. But with you guys on the exploration side, you know, what's kind of a budget looking like for this year into next year as far as advancing and, and putting maybe seeing more ounces in the ground at Santana? I think we're, you know, we'll we'll be spending at a rate of probably half a million a, a quarter on expiration, and that will continue right through. And once we're in production, that will scale up. We'd rather do the the expiration out of cash flow, um, but it's very accretive when you can when when you can 
probably have a discovery cost of $10 an ounce and be able to move those ounces very quickly to a heat leach pad. Um, you know, that's, that's a fantastic discovery cost for us. And so our exploration will always, I think, be very accretive to our business model. And yeah, the business model is resonating with people. Um, you know, it's no surprise to me that 18% of our shareholders are generalists because we're speaking their language. I, I like to say in some of our slides, what we're doing is real business in action. Um, and we're, you know, I, I, I hope to look back and be very proud of essentially, yeah, building a real business happens to be focused around mining, but, you know, it should be about the bottom line, you know, and, and if we can deliver to the bottom line, our shareholders are going to benefit greatly from that. I know a lot of the attention in the last six months has been on Santana, but is there anything from La Fortuna that uh, is worthwhile for investors to keep a close eye on? Well, we're still talking with the debt groups on it. Um, we've had some very indicative, favorable indicative terms on, on what a debt package would be like because what we'd, we'd like to do is build not just Santana but largely uh, Fortuna as well without having to go to the equity markets. Uh, I think we can produce a 100,000 ounce a year profile within a couple of years barely having to come back to the equity markets, which is obviously very strong for us. Um, on a permitting side, we're just going through the last steps to get our environmental permit at Fortuna. Um, once we have that, we'll start some earthwork moving with the local community, getting roads built and, and the like. Although the main construction, we're still planning for kind of a construction decision Q4 of next year, once the Santana operation has come on. You've got Guadalupe. That's off the books. Uh, that's moved on. You still hold an equity position into the company that owns uh, Guadalupe now. But I remember, you know, about a year ago, you you and I were talking about you had a, a three-project, three-year kind of business strategy here. So now you only got two. You're still now two projects. Are you still looking at maybe a two-project, two-year position, or are we kind of ex, you know moving that into a, maybe a three-year? strategy now? That's an interesting question. I mean, we, we had, yeah, a three-year, a three-project, three three-year plan to get to 150,000 ounces. The the nice thing about Santana is I think with just Fortuna and Santana, we can get to that 150,000 ounce a year threshold in three years. We are still looking at M&A that can now take that profile higher than that 150. So, uh, you know, in our presentation, we talk about, you know, ongoing M&A um, opportunities. I wouldn't be surprised to see us um, over the over the next six to nine months um, adding an, an additional production asset in there that will allow us to kind of breach that proposed you know 200,000 ounce level which obviously uh, you know we should start getting additional re-ratings as we get to to a, a higher annual uh, annual production rate. One of the things I appreciate the most about you is your ability to kind of work with the market the capital markets while also developing a business. Um, you know, we we saw a large majority of the Warren overhangs kind of pass earlier this summer. Give us an idea of, of the movement and liquidity you're seeing in the stock. Obviously, uh, it almost seems like uh, you're outperforming many of your peers right now as far as a movement in the share price. But what, what's your analysis on this? Well, yeah, I mean, we had a big warrant overhang, and they all happened to expire in a three-and-a-half-month period. So come June... So, you know, we were basically almost warrant-free, and right now, moving forward, we only have 3 million warrants, so there's no artificial ceiling on this stock now created by a big warrant overhang. I think much of the move we've had since June is is a function of, of that kind of freedom the stock has to now act on news. So as we've executed on the permitting side with no warrant overhang, the stock's been able to appreciate. I 
a penny of our move is probably to do with general market sentiment. I think the rest of it is to do with execution and the lack of warrant overhang. So, um, you know, moving forward, it's it's you know we like to think that we've we we have blue skies ahead with no warrants there, and for us. You know, uh, we're all about execution. Everything I, I said earlier in the year that we would do, we've done. And I think that's important. You know, I know it seems a, it's a simple concept. If you're going to say you do X, Y, and Z, do X, Y, and Z. But it's amazing how timelines can slip. And we're very proud of being able to message to the market and, and provide context to the market of what we're doing to keep people, you know, uh, comfortable that, you know, if you're going to execute on building gold mines, you've got to make sure you execute on the small stuff too. So So we've done that. And I think... I think there is just a lot more eyes on the story now. We're trading a million shares a day. Um, and, and I know from the meetings down here in both Beaver Creek and Denver, you know, this is a story resonating with funds um, who can now, with the liquidity we've got, position themselves in the open market. Because I like to say we're not going to be doing big equity raises to, to position them. Right. Well, and I did want to ask you about that because you did mention avoiding equity raises, avoiding uh, further dilution. Why is, I mean, why is having production in hand later next year with cash flow that much more important is that the way to avoid avoid anything like that in the future yeah i mean i i think there will be you know opportunities in the future at higher levels where there are creative transactions we can do that can involve some equity as well i think the the foundational dilution that has taken place to build a business model now that can largely support itself without equity has taken place you know will there be some incremental equity dilution from time to time probably and 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 probably it will be very strategic and it will be associated with something that we feel is very accretive and and i have no problem considering that at, at appropriate valuations um and at least now with the, the the market understanding of what we're doing i think we can drive this 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 uh, story forward to a point where it's it, it won't feel kind of like the dilution of of recent years in the sector uh last question just kind of news to be looking forward to we got uh you announced some exploration planning a few about a month or two ago uh should we start seeing any drill results coming out here this fall yeah, I think uh, probably end of October onwards, we'll we'll have just a flow of news like we did last year. Last year, there were great holes and no one cared. I think with the eyes on the stock this year, um, you know, last year we had four successive news releases of some fantastic holes, um, and they were just liquidity events. And then we put out a press release announcing we had a new website and the stock moves up, and I'm like, go figure. Um, this year, I think with the attention on what we're doing, um, there's a lot of people looking at the expiration uh, potential there. In terms of most, you know, the other news, uh, expect to see news on the Fortuna permits and 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 also um, constructions planned to start after the rainy season in Mexico. Um, between now and then, we should uh, tie up the the project finance so that we can show that this is going to get built. Uh, we have the money to do so. Doug, thank you so much for your time. Oh, and uh, happy early birthday, my friend. Thanks, Trevor. I appreciate it. That's Doug Ramshaw. He's the president of Monera Alamos, which is traded on the Venture Exchange with MAI and also on the U.S. OTC markets with the symbol MAIFF.